Good morning, pod world, and welcome to Tahoe Talk. Myself, Mike Perrin, and Rob Galloway. Happy to join you, as always, here for this podcast. And it is brought to you by Lake Tahoe Aleworks, home of the self-serve beer wall, wood-fired pizza, and live music every day. Two locations, one at Nevada, uh, State Line Nevada, that is, tucked in between the casinos, one at the Y on the California side, and they've got a great family meal deal for 35 bucks to feed the whole clan. Check them out, LakeTahoeAleworks.com. Um, Rob, you ready to fire it off this morning? I am ready, but I think we need to start it off um, just to let everybody know. Every, anybody who regularly listens to us and um, dis- or found out that we didn't have a podcast last week, it was for a good reason. Um, and that's because you and your wife, uh, you welcomed in a little baby girl to the world uh, early um, last week. So that's why we were... Uh, we were not live last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I had a tiny little event that kept me <laughs> to watching the Super Bowl on the crappiest TV at Barton Memorial Hospital. <laughs> Barton, get your TV game together. We paid enough for that room. <laughs> Come well, on now. Regardless, congratulations <laughs> to you. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, everybody, let's get it into gear. We hope you enjoyed the long weekend, whether you're celebrating the joyous Lunar New Year, FYI, Year of the Ox, Valentine's, day just wrapping up whether you were solo or together with somebody and the coldest mardi gras on record possibly president's day or hell maybe you're just uh, celebrating the four-day work week and you forgot about all that other stuff (laughs) Uh, but here's one that i found particularly interesting and i mean this is international news right perseverance nasa's most sophisticated rover to date is expected to land on surface of Mars on Thursday, the 18th, around 3.55 p.m. Eastern time. The rover's going to be traveling through space since launching from Cape Canaveral, Florida at the end of July. So it's I think it's a six, seven-month journey to get there. Then they got to do an orbit around and, and assess where they're at. But uh, when it reaches Mars, Perseverance will have traveled 292.5 million miles on its journey from Earth. The rover will explore Jezero crater the site of an ancient lake that existed 3.9 billion years ago how they find this stuff <laughs> out know. is beyond me I and they're going to search for microfossils in the rocks and soil and also this is pretty cool along for the ride with perseverance is an experiment to fly a helicopter called ingenuity on another planet for the first time so huh. great day to be alive you know if you look so. if you look at those kind of things even though we got a pandemic we're still persevering we're still going to mars yeah. Yeah. yeah maybe they know something uh, we don't know <laughs> exactly right let's get on out of here uh and then in other aviation news back in 2012 the faa anticipated that there'd be 30,000 drones operating by 2020. But like the current temperature in Texas, that's way too low of a forecast. (laughs) According to data from the government, there are at least 1.7 plus million registered drones in the U.S. And like mine, one of the two that I got, uh, yeah, one of them's not registered. One is. So, how many of me are there out there? Uh-oh. So, yeah, that, that just was that out in the open. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Come and get me, FAA. But um, yeah, I thought that was just interesting how they just really didn't see the future coming uh, with the drones. Thirty thousand underestimated to one point seven plus million drones yeah. out there. 
<laughs> and then uh, speaking of innovation, or maybe lack thereof, depending on how you look at it, in Bloomberg's annual ranking of innovative countries, American has fallen outside of the top 10. This is sort of a bummer. When the index first launched in 2013, the U.S. took the top spots. South Korea came in at number one this year. So according to the analysis, the country is falling behind in terms of STEM, that's science, technology, engineering, and math, uh, graduates, advanced degrees, and workers in research and development. Uh, so this 2020 report from the National Science Board sounded a warning about the U.S. being no longer the uncontested leader, in quotes there, uh, in science and engineering. So, wow. Yeah, let's crack the whip. We on... suck. <laughs> right? Get it together, United States. Uh, but yeah, we, we're going to Mars, but we, that didn't give us any extra brownie points. I guess not. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, Jeopardy's late Alex Trebek has done a wonderful thing, or his family and uh, his estate. They're donating his wardrobe to the Doe Fund, an organization that provides paid work, housing, and vacational training, also continuing education and comprehensive social services to the underserved Americans with histories of addiction, homelessness, and incarceration. So, I mean, I don't know if he's like Vanna White and he wore a different suit every time. It's not quite as glamorous, if, but hey, maybe he did it. But I, they're saying it's hundreds, possibly thousands of wardrobe pieces really? uh, from Alex Trebek. That what does that dude's closet to? look like then? I guess it's easier to donate than to drop it all off at the Salvation Army. Right? Exactly. Right. Yeah. I know it is closet's bigger than ours. Right? That's for <laughs> it sure. has to be. <laughs> and then uh, my last note here is for all the podcast listeners, uh, what happens when you mix the world's richest human and the number one downloaded podcast most popular in the world? Well, just find out in three hours and 24 minutes of podcast with Elon Musk and the Joe Rogan experience. I started listening to it last night a bit. It's pretty interesting. They geek out pretty hard, a lot to keep up with. And you, you just hear Elon Musk. He just breathes deep sometimes. He's got to dumb it down for us listeners. And so he's trying to talk so complex and he's just grasping for words to to didn't, make it relevant for us, but didn't it's really we do cool. it before, and he and they were both stoned. He did, yep, right? he got it. the stock prices <laughs> just dipped huge, <laughs> and he got all kinds of backlash. But this one, they're drinking whiskey, oh, and they're in okay. Texas, so everything was by the book. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I've got for our pod listeners out there. I'm going to turn it over to you, Rob. Well, and I don't know how you don't mention you know what everybody else is complaining about in the rest of the nation in regards to the. Uh, the cold snap that's hitting the uh, the United States. I don't know if you saw the stat though, Mike. Um, I, from the National Weather Service, this was this morning that they had this post. They said that seventy point four percent of the U.S. is covered in snow. I did see that's that. A that's a crazy. Wild. Stat. I love it. I love it. Everybody's right? getting a piece of the pie right now. Yeah, and there was um, I, I saw a couple of temperatures. Uh, there was a negative thirty eight degrees in Hibbing, Minnesota, and then I guess a uh, a little shout out to our Nebraska news correspondent Ryan Hoffman, um, former Tribune editor. Uh, he posted that a community correspondent in Adams, Nebraska, said it was negative forty there. Ooh, that that is cold. That's like to your bones cold. <laughs> yeah, that goes through every layer real quick. <clears throat> yeah. All right. So moving into to our local news here, in an announcement last week. 
Uh, Nevada Governor Sisolak, he announced that beginning yesterday, uh, Monday, most Nevada businesses, they are going to be able to move into that 35% capacity range. Uh, that's moving up from 25% and in another month, possibly back into the 50% capacity range. And then after that, uh, moving that over to the, uh, the local jurisdictions to decide what's good for them. Uh, but it also pushes large gatherings um, into a, a 200 or 25%, whatever is less there. Uh, so things easing up a bit on the Nevada side, but just not so much on the California side. Uh, as far as the, the counties all around the lake, uh, that red tier, which is basically that would allow for indoor dining to return to, to lake counties, that's still a ways off. So we got a tale of two, uh, two sides of the lake going on, Mike. And I know the folks in California are, uh, are getting a bit antsy seeing what their neighbors uh, on the Nevada side are getting, getting to be able to do. Once again, we're stuck walking the tightrope. Yeah, no fun, no fun. Uh, speaking of governors, California Governor Newsom, he might be on the hot seat as the uh, petition to recall him. They said, I think it was over the weekend, that they have a, uh, enough uh, of the amount of signatures needed for the campaign to actually go forward and happen. They actually have until March 17th to get all the signatures, but they're aiming to clear uh, the threshold, which is, I, I think it's a little under... Um, uh, I remember the, but they're, they're trying to clear it by about half a million signatures just to be safe. Um, so I guess his little trip to the French laundry, I guess that could wind up being the most expensive meal he's ever had. No. Oh, good one. That yeah. Cause I mean, that's, I like that's, it. Yeah. That was that big thing that turned a lot of people were like, what the hell governor? Um, yeah, absolutely. I think, and I think it was right around 1.3 million signatures. Right? Yeah. And they're like, aiming for like 200 million yeah. is where, is where, yeah they're going for or not 200 million two million, million. that would be a lot in the state of california <laughs> <laughs> um but i think we should talk about sunken boats mike um because you can have gavin newsom yeah <laughs> <laughs> you would think as much time and effort and money that goes into keeping tahoe blue that there would surely be a procedure in place for a sunken boat right you think that you um, would but at least uh the one that's sitting um for the world to see, uh, there's one right now in Pope Beach. It's been there um, a little more than a month, I think, is what it, what it is. Um, but apparently the first step is to ensure that, number one, there is no pollution. Uh, and I believe that is the task of the Tahoe Coast Guard Station, um, which they did determine that there wasn't any. But I've seen some photos, um, some even over the, this last week, and they clearly show that there's some type of oil um, in the water around it. So I'm not sure if that's a, a one and done check for them. Um, but then if the owner can't be found or doesn't respond, um, then it's up to local agencies. And by the way, if you're the owner or you know the owner, please shame them into getting it out of the lake because it's quite ridiculous. But regardless, it seems to be a team effort with multiple agencies to get it out of the lake. Uh, but what I can't understand is why in the hell it has to take so long. It's been, like I said, a little over a month. So, you know, EPA, El Dorado Sheriff's Office, whoever else, this is like you, I know you, you watch ESPN and you've seen the, uh, the come on man, right? Go, come <laughs> oh, yeah, on, man. This is it. like Tahoe's equivalent. Come on, man, get the boat out of the water. It's ridiculous, right? Yeah. We can, we can, you know, deal with the red tape later. Just get it out. And yeah, there's just another tale of so many agencies and organizations. Yeah, I don't just, get it. Yeah, pointing the finger. Uh, but moving on. In Incline Village, thanks to a grant from the Duffield Foundation, the sheriff's office will be fully staffed this summer. And that's something that hasn't been done in over 20 years. So that grant, uh, it's, it's enough to cover the next five years. And I know it's going to make a lot of the folks up there in that community happy. 
and I'm sure that means a hell of a lot more tickets are going to get uh, doled out because of it. Um, I know we've all seen pictures. We've seen it ourselves. Highway 28, um, it is a mess in the summertime. And I know that there are a lot of folks hoping that um, it'll also mean a, a greater response or a better response to noise complaints um, in and around Incline Village. So that'll be interesting to see. Um, maybe the sheriff's office is making a little more money because they're writing more tickets. I don't know. Um, and if you are a cross-country skier or you just want to hit up something a little bit diff different without the lines from the lift, uh, cross-country trails have been groomed and ready to roll up at Spooner Lake. Uh, there are a little more than three miles of trail that bounce around the lake, um, kind of in and out of the, the trees up there, thanks to a partnership between Nevada State Parks and Nevada Nord Nordic can't even say that today but uh no cost for the trail itself but there is a ten dollar parking fee for each vehicle I, you ever hit that up mike up there? i have not personally yeah I'm, I'm waiting for yeah I, I really want to seems like it'd be you know something a little bit different kind of cool not uh you know you probably get in and out of there pretty pretty easy pretty quick i would think right um, and then last but not least, as we typically do to close out the podcast here, we talk about weather. Uh, definitely going to get cold here over the next few days, but the only sight of weather on the horizon is possibly Friday, uh, potentially moving into the weekend. Uh, it could be rain, could be snow. We don't really know yet. I've seen conflicting reports, but it's early in the week, so there's pl still plenty of time for things to change. I'm dancing for two to six inches above 8,000 feet. All right. That's, well, not, my... <laughs> that's not out of question. That could happen. Yeah, I'll stick my neck out on that one. That's <laughs> not too bad. And you can always check us out live on our social media channels for our Tile Resort and Snow Report every Friday morning if you want to check it out in the flesh. So um, that's a wrap here on our Tile Talk podcast, February 16th. Thanks for putting it all together with us, Rob. And thank you guys for listening. Thank you to Lake Tile Works for sponsoring this episode. We'll catch you next week. See you all.